If you visit the Carolinas, you might see some of the oldest immigrants to North America. But these immigrants aren't Spanish, English, or French, and they definitely don't need work visas to be in the country. They aren't even human. They're horses. I'm Tracy S. Morris, and I am not making this up. No one is quite sure where the feral banker ponies of the Outer Banks came from. Competing theories suggest that they were either left by the Spanish explorers or swam ashore from a shipwreck, either one of Richard Greenville's or a later wreck. The horses survived by grazing on marsh grass, which provides both food and water, and they occasionally get the supplemental freshwater drink from a temporary freshwater pool. By the early 1700s, visitors to the area wrote about Spanish mustangs living on islands off the coast of North Carolina. Blackbeard himself may have watched them wander by from his home on Oracoke Island. The horses are varying shades of brown with thick, sandy brown manes. They're built a little smaller than commercially owned livestock, which is not surprising given their wild nature. Over the centuries, captive horses descended from the same ancestors would have been selectively bred for size and given a steady, nutrient-rich diet to thrive on. Whereas the Outer Banks ponies are foraging and they have to compete with nature to survive. At one point, there were thousands of these animals living throughout the Outer Banks, but development in the 80s and 90s encroached on the Mustangs' territory. After a few horses were hit by cars, both North Carolina state government, the National Park Service, and private organizations took steps to protect them, including moving them to uninhibited areas, providing them with protected grazing land, and setting laws to keep tourists from approaching and harassing the animals. These groups also managed the herd size through adoption, preventing inbreeding and managing disease to keep the feral horses healthy. Today, there are herds of feral banker ponies on Oricoke Island, Shackleford Banks, Currituck Banks, and on the complex of islands and waterways that form the Rachel Carson Estuarian Sanctuary. That includes Horse Island, Carrot Island, Town Marsh, and Bird Shoal. If you visit the Outer Banks, remember that the wild horses aren't your neighbor's pasture pony. They're wild animals, and if they feel threatened, they'll bite, kick, and run over you like a wild animal. As someone who's been raised around horses and has been bitten and kicked numerous times, I can tell you it's not fun, and I don't recommend it. So don't try to feed them, and definitely don't try to ride them. If you harass a wild mustang and you don't end up getting kicked or bitten, the government might come along and kick you anyways, right in your wallet, since it's against the law to come within 50 feet of the wild mustangs. Remember, it's for your protection, not just the horses. Thank you for listening to I Am Not Making This Up. The podcast is available on my website, tracysmorris.com, or wherever you find podcasts. If you like what you hear, leave a review with your preferred podcast service. Or tell a friend. Word of mouth is more effective marketing than a Super Bowl ad. For more bizarre stories that I didn't make up and some that I did, go to my website, tracysmorris.com. I post a new podcast on the first and third Monday of each month. And a written history story on all the other Mondays. There are also links to all my social media there. And did you know that I write fiction too? You can keep up with that by subscribing to my newsletter. 
I send out a new short story designed to tickle your funny bone or provoke a sense of wonder each month. If you want a good laugh right now, why not purchase my book, Bride of Tranquility, a murder mystery set in a haunted hotel during a Renaissance wedding. Available on, on Amazon, through Yard Dog Press, or Vane Books. And if you have an improbable history topic you'd like me to cover, please drop me an email at author at tracysmorris.com.